Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to take a bite out of the competition? Are you looking for ideas to make your business better? Welcome to the Core Business Show with Tim G.K. Sponsored by Apple Capital Group. At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of The Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of The Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Core Business Show. I'm Tim J.K., your host. Today, I have the pleasure to have a fashion designer upcoming. Her name is April Burns. If you'd like to ask her any questions, go ahead and pose in the chat room, or you can call in. If we take calls, we're going to take calls uh, at the last five minutes of the show. It's 347-324-3460, or you can shoot us an email at info at thecorebusinessshow.com. April. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Glad to be here. I know you're you got a little sore throat, voice issues today, and uh, I was teasing you. I said, "What? Well, what are you doing? You you screaming at your models?" <laughs> but yeah. anyway, uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, where are you from, and and you know how did you get into uh, designing? Well, I am from Florida. Uh, partially born and raised in Tampa, and then I uh, finished some schooling out in Texas. Um, started started getting into designing a few years ago, but it really started as early as seven years old. I uh, mm-hmm. played dress and her clothing, me and my sister, every day. And uh, after college, after high school and then college, it's funny, I did not get involved in fashion right away. I got involved in uh, nail technician and um, makeup, cosmetics. Mm-hmm. So it was always something there for the arts, but it wasn't fashion. You know, that's the funny thing about it. But fashion kind of came later when I, um, about six years ago, I did a helping at a wedding, maybe about seven now. I did a helping at a wedding. I was a bridesmaid. And then it kind of went from me helping everybody in the back with like a tear here and a little hemming here with their dresses. And um, I think from there I decided to go to school and see, you know, where it can go. After schooling, I got interned with David's Bridal, if you've ever heard of David's Bridal, mm-hmm. a really popular little boutique. I um, interned there in Tampa on Kennedy, and that internship led to me um, doing lots of trade shows, hosting and coordinating the events, which was really fun. And then I, I kind of thought, you know, I could do my own. I can get my own store. I can, I could do my own designing and get my own clothes on. So I figured, you know, while I just had got out of school, I had a lot of, lot of training hands-on with David's Bridal. I launched my own fashion house after that. About a year later. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's going great. It's a slow process, but it's definitely moving. It's growing. It's my baby. So it's doing great. I'm blessed. Wow. What type of, uh, when you decide to to step out on faith and uh, say, I'm going to be a designer, I'm going to do my own thing, what in you... Uh, 
like to see uh, kind of birth new ideas and new fashion. Uh, has someone, in a sense, guided you? Like, for example, have you seen a particular artist, uh, designer that you liked, and say, oh, I like that. I I have another idea for it. Any uh, designers that stand out that you like to uh, either become one day or have given you some inspiration? Valentino and Christian Dior inspired me and continue to inspire me today. Valentino is because uh, of his uh, raising. And it's, it's funny because he never sketched any of his sketches. He never even went to art school. He just had a vision. And he fought that vision through and through, and he is who he is today. That inspires me about him. And not only that, but his favorite color is red. So most of his gowns that he designed is red. And I, too, love red. It's my favorite color as well. Uh, Christian, Christian Dior, who's no longer with us, um, God bless him, he was also an empire fashion designer whom I loved as well. I loved his sense of style. His, his, his vision is as unique as it was, which everyone has that own different unique. He, too, had some learning from his grandmother and his raising, and he took that training and he turned it into an empire. Neither one of them had major schooling. Hmm. So it was, it was wow. yeah, it was, for me, it's those two. Wow. So you mentioned the color red. Um, what stands out with that particular uh, red that really speaks to you versus any other color? For me, it's, Brave, bold, but it says that you're, you, you know who you are, you know where you're going. Red is uh, a strong color. And mm-hmm. believe it or not, some people get intimidated by it. So, you know, a lot of designers will try to wear away from it a lot and encourage their clients not to wear so much red. And I think that can be true and be said for where you're going. I think it depends on the event. And where you're gonna be, and who you're gonna be around, and what it, you know, what's all entailed in the event. Maybe you might want to stay away from red because it is a strong color, and it does make a statement. And the one major statement it says is that you're bold, you're strong, and for some people that can be a little bit of an of a lack of intimidation. Mm-hmm. But for me, well, yeah, I- it is. Now, for example, like some people will gravitate to red or to blue to to come up with some particular mood. Uh, some will, will wear black, and black, you know, that the old saying that it slims you down. Is that true in, the, in a sense, a fashion sense, that a person wears black is sophisticated? Also, it trims the little extra if someone has anything. It's, that's true. You're asking me to give away the secret. <laughs> but, yes, that's very it's true. It's all the colors as well, dark colors. It's not just black. How do you that's color coordinate? True. How do you color coordinate in the sense that some people don't need to be wearing certain colors? Is there a certain color that coordinates better on certain skin tones? Yes, it is. The darker you are, the lighter you should wear your colors. I, I stress this a lot, and 
a lot of people think it means, what does it mean? It doesn't make a difference. It does. It does. And the, the lighter you are, you should wear darker colors. The darker you are, lighter colors, because it offsets and reflects and it stands out more. Your skin shows mm-hmm. a little more. The colors you have on stands out more. You don't want to take away from you as a whole, but then you don't want to throw off attention from the outfit. So you want to wear something that complements you, your skin, your personality, and the outfit. And the way you do that is you make sure if you're light-skinned, you need to make sure you have or try to have on darker colors, which, yeah, is very true. Wow. So now you have now uh, African-Americans, which are there, different colors, uh, shades of colors. Uh, and, of course, if, you, if the person is really, really dark, now they shouldn't be wearing something extremely dark like black on a regular basis. But some people really look really, really unique in the color black, uh, not because of their is slimming them down. They might be just a slim person. But I guess it's, it's the design or the clothes that, that make that particular person and make that outfit work. Where is that magic that makes things work on certain people? Even if you uh, if you uh, extremely light and you're going to wear white, uh, if you really well extremely fair skin, you wear white. But the fit and the the design speaks for itself and make the person look. You know, you see this at weddings. Um, same thing if a person is extremely extremely dark in complexion and they wear black and it just is something about that outfit that that stands out. Use it maybe the piece of accessories. You always wow. can have an accessory and it does make the outfit stand out. It could be a belt. It could be a necklace. It could be your earrings. It could be a scarf. It could be your bracelet. Those those little accessories which tend to make the outfit stand out. You don't want to overdo the accessories because then you're away from the outfit, and then the focal mm-hmm. point will be mostly on the accessories and not the outfit. So maybe one so or you're... two pieces. Huh? No, go ahead. No, go ahead. One or two pieces usually make the outfit stand out. Wow. So, like, for example, you know, uh, it's amazing. Is it something that when you actually accessorize, not to over-accessorize, what should be the accent points besides the outfit? You know, should it be the shoes? Uh, Should it be, you know, the the watches, the jewelry that, uh, that makes the difference? Yeah, for me, it would be what you have on with the tent. Uh, if you have on the dress, it's the purse. For me, if you have on the pants, it will be the shoes and the belt, or just the shoes. Some people don't like belt, and maybe the p- particular pair of pants or denim jeans or trousers that you have on may not require a belt, so it would be the shoes. Those would be the ones okay. for me. Is there anything that that for a particular body types that people can wear uh, that would kind of enhance their look if they're a curvy shape, or they're a bottle shape, or they're square, or uh, pear, or whatever. Or for uh, for women and for men, um, what do they need to uh, for those particular shape size uh, gravitate towards when it comes to clothing? Uh, 
Well, for the different shapes, it gets tricky. I always tell people because it does depend on your shape. And everybody has, like you said, the hourglass, the apple, the curves, the slender, the tall, you know, the overweight, um, a little bit of thickness here, the wide waist. It's everywhere. It's, it's different shapes. And I always tell people that if you're too big, if you're too thick, you may want to always make sure you me- measure your clothing. Measure, measure, measure. Don't just go in the store and buy them. The measurements make a difference. The taller you are, you want to be real careful about your measurements because some people tend to get their pants too long. And the longer they are, of course, on a tall person, it tends to make them look shorter. On a short person, the more measured and even it is at the ankles, at the heel, it tends to make them look a little slender. So there are some tricks there that you can, of course, play with and try out to, you know, alter your look and your height, your shape, or whatnot. But it depends on the individual. And because everyone is different, I say to my clients, measure, 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 and then you'll know. Because there's no way you could actually know until you, even me, until I measure them, I don't know. So it's kind of hard to say, well, go do that, and then there is no accurate measurement, and, and then they're going to get the wrong thing anyway. So you always mm-hmm. want to definitely try on your clothes, take the time to have the fun. It's real fun to just try on your clothes, go in the dressing room, and, you know, make sure things fit properly, put them up against your waist, against your hips, against your backside, against your side hemming, put them up against your legs. Try them actually on, and you'll know. That's the that's the tricky part. Unless you're with the designer, there's no way of actually knowing how to how to actually do that without trying on your clothes. So many people go in the store and they just buy them and then get home and they don't fit. You know, they don't look right. Oh, we mm-hmm. gotta take it back. Just try them on before you leave. And I think okay. that's yeah, that's the trick. That's that's definitely a, a tricky one. When it comes to uh, uh, some items for men and women to have in their wardrobe, what do they really need to have for women and what do they really need to have for men that always should have these particular pieces and colors? The men should definitely always have them, I would say, a nice pair of leather shoes. Uh, all men should have one of those if depends on the man, though. I say nice, good pair of leather shoes. And uh, denim, always have on hand a nice pair of denim, black denim, because it tends to go with everything. He can alter it out from white to blue shirt. He should always keep a black, well, blue or white shirt. Um, definitely a pair of trousers. Most men love their trousers. Always carry a pair of trousers. And that most men should definitely have a suit in their closet. You know, a lot of guys don't wear suits, but you never know what might come up. You know, funerals to events, parties, you might get, especially in this entertainment industry these days, you may get invited to any number of events. So always have a good suit on hand for anything. And I'd say the basic shirt would be white and blue because those tend to offset with with anything. And that's where the black denim comes in at because they, too, can be worn and altered with that blue and white shirt. For ladies, definitely a black dress. You should always have a black dress, a nice good pair of pumps. And all women cannot wear heels, 
So I like to say always keep a light, flat pair of shoes because I do it because I can't wear stilettos. <laughs> so I always mm-hmm. keep me a nice pair of flats in my closet. And I think that that's a really good it's a really good thing to do because if you always into the high heels, you tend to find yourself with hurt heels, hurt ankles. It doesn't have to always be about the high heels. A nice pair of flats go good with pretty much anything a woman wants to wear. So for a woman, it would be the a black dress, which you can wear anywhere. And I would definitely mm-hmm. say a um, nice pair of flats. Okay. And that should be flat. That should be flat. <laughs> Now, what about when it comes to uh, Western attire, like cowboy boots? Uh, does that go with everybody, or only fits certain personalities? Yeah, that goes with certain personalities. Everybody is not a cowboy boot, and even if it's not a cowboy boot, everybody is not boots. Everybody, you know, has their own style, and uh, everyone would not personality would not be boots. You have people love boots. But it's just not their style. And they find mm-hmm. out later that, um, oh, well, you know, I like boots, but it's just that's not me. And that's true. So it doesn't go with everyone, no, and especially not the cowboy. That's definitely a particular personality. <laughs> Well, and, you know, and the uh, last couple of uh, questions real quick uh, regarding any particular style that you really like uh, from a particular era, like the 60s or the 40s or the 50s or the 70s, any style that you really like or you like to take inspiration of all styles to come with your collection? I like the inspiration of all of them, but I think I prefer the 70s. It's the oh, wow. wide legs, um, the wide leg trousers, the wide leg jeans, the white leg pants. It was all of those styles um, which have come back, but it was it was the 70s for me, and it was the trousers that I liked it. But I like to mix and match. You know, I love to take a little bit of inspiration from all of the different times. Yeah, because it, it does create a, a different look for today, and I do tend to get a, a lot of inspiration from, you know, those times. Like the movies, the 50s. No, the dresses and the shoes that they wore back then, the ladies. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they they're come it, back. They come back. Well, it, it is really amazing from 1920s to the 90s. We had pretty much consistent styling. But after the 80s, it's every decade, uh, the last two decades, has more been a rebirth of different periods than actually creating a different period. Exactly. Exactly. You it know, it w- are the people burned out, or they just can't come up with some new ideas? No, I don't think they're burnt. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think that's the individual designer right there. Is uh, I think that's due for the individual. I think what happens though is that, see, as a designer, some people, some designers get stuck in what works. It's like a mechanic. Mm-hmm. What works, he'll use all the time. But it's the same thing. If what works, they tend to use. And when it when it works, it just works. And they will continue to do that. And when I say work, I mean that it's got a lot of recognition. It's got a lot of fans, a lot of followings. And it tends to really sell in the stores. They've probably been carrying the lines and selling the lines and getting a lot of recognition off it for several years on end. 
So why change? This is what some designers <laughs> are saying. Why would I change? But in fact, you should change. You should switch it up. And a lot of designers are afraid to do that because it can lose uh, their fan base. It can lose their notoriety. You know, mm-hmm. It's kind of tricky in this business. It's real tricky. Wow. Lastly, when it comes to your journeys, from uh, the name of your company, uh, don't want to mispronounce it. How do you pronounce the name of your company, your design? DJ Nior. It's just D-E-S-H-A-Y-N, as in Nancy, N-I-O-R. So it's DJ New York Fashions and Merchandising. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I, I kind of call it it's in Merchandising because I also distribute home wares for the interior because I also mm-hmm. study home interior. So instead of me, like, decorating homes all the time, which I can, I just, that's not really one of the one things that I really put a lot of work into. But what I do tend to do is supply, my company supply a lot of local interior boutiques, all of their supplies, like their curtains and their carpeting, their lamps, different things like that that they tile that they may need to complete an interior decoration job. So okay. it's called the Your Fashions and Merchandising. Okay. Uh, last question real quick. Um, I know you are uh, beginning to relocate to the L.A. Uh, market. Uh, where do you see yourself within the next uh, year or so as a designer? Wow. I see uh got a couple of bridal collections due out, and I definitely see myself out here um, going strong. I mean, it's tough. L.A. is tough. L.A. is extremely a challenge. But I am mm-hmm. definitely holding my own, and I am going to take it by his horns, and we're going to ride as long as we can ride. I see myself there definitely you. making it here. Uh, I'm not going to give up. It's different coming into this market and going from the market that I'm in, which is currently in Florida. So I definitely see myself within a year out here um, with some clients and definitely getting my new bridal line out here with some recognition. And I'm currently working, you know, working on it right now. Okay. And give us your website address if they want to contact you and look at your design. It's D as in David, S-H-A-Y-N-I-O-R, fashions.com. Well, perfect. And that, usually, De- that, that link will usually lead to other links because I'm also on the fashion, a known, big worldly known fashion site. It's called Etsy, E-T-S-Y-S-C.com. So you can go there and also find any of my um, pieces, any collection pieces, any of my accessories from jewelry, which is vintage, bags and shoes. A lot of our little pieces are there. Not everything, but some things are there. Okay. Well, great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the program. Of course, we're going to have you back because we want to talk about the fall collections uh, within the next month or so uh, when they uh, start hitting the market. Well, April, thank you for joining the program. Thank you for having me with my throat like it is. (laughs) Oh, that's all right. They can reach out to you uh, on that website you gave earlier. Also, you're on Facebook? I'm on Facebook, uh, www.facebook.com. 
dot com slash D Neor Neor and that's D N I O R N I O R and it's also on Twitter, Twitter at D Shay Neor. Perfect. Well, thank you for joining the program. It's great having you. Thank you very much. Thanks. Okay. And, uh, Take care. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Same here. Thank you. Again, this has been another production of the Core Business Show. I'm Tim J.K., your host. You can download this episode on Block Talk Radio or on iTunes. Everybody, thank you for listening, and take care. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Core Business Show with Tim J.K. For a free quote on equipment leasing and financing, visit our website, applecapitalgroup.com. That's applecapitalgroup.com. And fill out the information to receive your free quote. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And remember, you can always get to the core via iTunes. You'll find all our previous episodes there. Thanks again for listening to the Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet.